This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show. We are your hosts, Amber and Jenna. And today we are going to be discussing upgrading your new year because it's that time of year right now. The new time. The new time, baby. We're going to be discussing all kinds of rituals and tools and tactics we use to just clean that slate and be super intentional with what we're letting go of and what we're calling in to just pump up the new year to upgrade all systems. Jenna, do you have a definition on upgrade your new year? Definitely. So um, my definition for upgrade your new year is... Every new year is a new chance to upgrade the old you. How are you going to harness this annual opportunity this year? Mm -hmm. So um, just kind of thinking about it like every new year, it's like, you know, as humans, we kind of pass through these different markers of like, you know, you graduate from high school, you graduate from college, you do these different um, markers, right? And each time is an opportunity to in a sense, start anew. And what's beautiful about each year and the New Year's Day of each year is that we get that annually, that opportunity to to really assess what's been not working in our life, what has been working, and then to move forward, like letting go of the things that don't work. And as you said, calling in things that we want to manifest. And as we know, we are co-creators with the universe. So it's really like we are co-creating what manifests into our life. So to be intentional about that every single year is sort of like taking the reins and, and sort of getting your life in the direction that it wants to go and being mindful about that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. Yeah. One R- really great points there. I love the point on the fact that I also start this um, this process with a reflection on the year that's been. And I love to personally take inventory of each major segment of my life. Um, so if we're going to be looking at reflecting back on how the year has been and just kind of like figuring out the pitfalls and where we could do better and where we're doing great, that will kind of start to lead us in the direction of what's suitable Um, what we want to call in. So Jenna, tell me about uh, how your year was. How's 2018 for you? Honestly, it wasn't bad. It wasn't that great, but it wasn't horrible. Um, There's a lot of things that I'm kind of getting better at. And I'll have to say, I'd say between good or bad, I would say it was good. And um, part of the reason is because last year at this time, I was in a self-care crisis. I had not been taking care of myself at all. I had only been taking care of my my two young children, my husband, all at work, like only caring about external things and not had no self-care rituals at all. And I had a complete breakdown of where I got super sick. I got super depressed. I couldn't get out of bed. Um which is unusual for me, like to be that like out of it, cried every day, got into fights with people around me. And basically it was a crisis. And so what, what that was calling in for me was to reestablish self-care rituals that really worked for me and that really supported me in being my best self. And you see, for me at the core of my drive is my mission, my mission to shift the consciousness. So what I realized was that, you know, even though I didn't think like catering to myself and catering to my ego was shifting, help 
keeping with my mission, what I realized was that it is crucial to my mission because without taking care of myself, there is no mission. I can't complete any mission. So this year for me, 2018 has been really about self-care practices and um, making that a habit. And I, I feel so much better now than I did at the end of 2017. So yeah. So you set the intention for self-care mm-hmm. and how did you structure that so it was achievable? Um, so I structured it with a lot of structure, basically. Like I was like figured out the things I needed to do. Like I needed to eat. Like I, I wasn't even eating because I was so busy with other things. I needed to eat three meals a day, and they needed to be healthy, nourishing meals. I needed to um, go to yoga or do some kind of physical practice because I wasn't doing any physical practice. Um, I needed to make time for myself to work that did not overlap with me trying to take care of my kids, um, and. Yeah. So I was able to basically set up schedules and systems to ensure that that was all going to happen and then follow through with those systems over the course of one year. And it has made all the difference. Beautiful. And so you have integrated all of your intentions that you set for this year. Yeah. But I'm still want self-care in my life. Like I'm definitely not ready to let go of that intention. Yeah. Amazing. How about you? How has 2018 been for you? Um, Pretty hectic, to be honest. Pretty hectic. Yeah, I I have been feeling this um, energy, whether it be in the cosmos that's moving into Earth or whatever it may be, I feel an energy that is of high velocity moving us to the next level um, as a race and with our consciousness. And I've been feeling that energy and I've been um, kind of transmuting it into action into my world. And I just feel like my schedule is so hectic between, you know, MLF, coaching, modeling and acting, the house, motherhood, all of that is going at a hundred miles an hour. So I feel kind of this year's been pretty overwhelming, but in comparison to last year, 2017, this year has been amazing because 2017 was a Total shit show breakdown. So I feel like I've come leaps and bounds from the year before, but I still have got a massive lesson shining through the heaviness of just the pace of this year, which is slow down and simplify. And I'm using that as the cornerstone of my restructuring of my systems because it's not sustainable. I mean, this year I had two, was this year I... This year I had two miscarriages. No, one miscarriage this year, two uh, miscarriage and ectopic pregnancy last year. And I think that that and other major breakdowns have all been pushing me to simplifying and slowing down. And with that just comes understanding what one's true priority is. And as you said, just being super simple with implementing um, structure. Really just like super simple, getting out, I get out my planner. I'm probably one of the only people I know that still use a pen and paper with my planner. (laughs) I get out my planner, I look at Monday to Sunday and I say, these are the goals that I'm committed to this year, whether that's exercise, whether that's being in nature more, whether that's getting out of the city every couple of weekends, only doing this amount of work per week, spending this amount of time with Valentine, like scheduling that in. So it's not about work in the afternoons. It's about being with him X, Y, Z, whatever my goals are. And I look at my week and I literally block them out and I try to stick to it as much as I can. So yeah, 
Awesome. So what would you say, because I love this practice of what are you letting go of? What are you calling in? Because I think that is such a powerful practice and it's such a powerful practice at the new year mm-hmm. to set these intentions. So just thinking of what you want to let go of in your life, what's not working, and then looking forward, what do you want to call in? So Amber, what do you think is, what are you trying to let go of from 2018 moving into 2019? Yeah. And I, I love this question as well. And I love to do this every day, this question. It kind of presses a reset button for each day to be fresh and intentional and upgrading. So, and I like to look at what are you letting go of, not uh, in a multifaceted way. So when I think of that, I think of a mindset and the mindset I'm wanting to let go of is... Um, I want to let go of feeling like I have to do it all and that I have to be somewhere else other than where I am right now. So in order to do that, I think I need to just stick to my schedule and really just practice being present and trusting in the overall orchestration of my life, trusting I'm where I'm meant to be. This is the pace I need to go at right now. And I don't have to get everything done right now. I can spread it out. I think I've told you this before, but someone told me that in one of my most recent past lives, I, my life got taken early, like on the earlier side of my life. And so this lifetime, she, she actually said to me, do you have a feeling like you need to fit an entire lifetime into a day? Like you have to do everything. Otherwise you won't get to live this life. And that's exactly how I feel. So knowing that really helped me understand it and start to put in systems to not let that run my life. So for me, it's like, yeah, restructuring that feeling of feeling like I need to be somewhere else other than where I am or like I need to do it all. What are you letting go of from 2018? That's a really good question. And I I honestly have not thought about it until right this moment. So like, hold on, let me just get really clear about this. Okay. What I'm letting go of is, this is very specific There is a blockage which goes from my solar plexus to the base of my skull, and it's mostly on the right side. I can feel this as an energetic blockage, and I feel like it physically manifests. It's almost like, I don't know, when we're talking to Emily Pereira about like the mucus-free diet, I I kind of feel like it's almost like a mucal plaque is Hmm. kind of how it feels, but it feels like a hardened, almost like calcification blockage that is an energetic blockage, but it's like manifesting physically. And, um, I've been doing some things in 2018 to, to really shake that blockage up and to crack it out and like get it out. Um, but I am committed to really shifting that in 2019 as my may, or as the thing I'm letting go of the most. Um, this is a blockage that's been with me for many lifetimes. It has to do with, um, not speaking my truth, I'm like a broken record. Yeah, I didn't get to speak my truth in other lifetimes, guys, okay? <laughs> Just in case you didn't realize. Um, not speaking my truth, having fear, having grief around situations, being extremely empathic, feeling everyone else's grief, and it's just this, this hard calcification. It prevents me from uh, speaking my truth. It prevents me from singing. It prevents me from doing things that are, are core parts of my mission. So, Can you affirm that in a positive way? I am letting go of? I am letting go of any calcification or blockage in my upper chakras that's preventing me from speaking my truth. Beautiful. Because that's another very important 
part here of upgrading, like creating an intentional space. The power of affirmation, the power of mantra and word is so incredible. It's like one of the main tools, one of the main facets of one's magic wand to manifest your reality and call in what you want. So don't be afraid to organize your intentions and then affirm them with someone close to you. And it's a really fun exercise to switch um, what you're letting go of and what you're calling in and other major goals. Mm -hmm. So Jenna, Mm -hmm. what are you calling in for 2019? What I'm calling in for 2019 is that Amber and I have a very special project that we have finished and that is going to be public in 2019. So I'm calling in the, the vibrancy and the success of this and other, actually two things, two projects in MLF is that actually the two things I really want to focus on in 2019 and really blow up and um, not just to spread the consciousness, but also for Amber and I to be able to be self-sufficient financially because, um, you know, we do a lot of work here at MLF shifting the consciousness, but we don't really get paid for that uh, or any kind of uh, material like reciprocation for the hours and hours. And I mean, like we put multiple, in multiple so hours. many hours a week <laughs> just doing this. So, um, would love to be able to, and not, you know, monetize it in just some energetic exchange, just energetic exchange yeah. to be able to get some abundance back for that, which we put out in 2019 would, would be what I'm calling in. He here. I support that. <laughs> I'm I support that, that calling in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Amber, what are you letting go of? And calling in, but we'll do letting go of first. Well, I said I'm Did letting go. Yeah, I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jenna was too busy thinking no, 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 about no. what she was going to say uh, for what she true. was letting that's go. That's not true. That's not true. That's <laughs> not true. You're letting go. I heard what you said before, but I couldn't remember if that was something we had talked about like before we were asking these questions, or if that was what you were letting go of. <laughs> no, that was so it. you're letting go of like this feeling, like you you I need, need to, to be fit somewhere else, or if I need, need to, to do be, anything, right? Okay. Everything, okay. In one moment, got it. Got it. So what I am calling in for 2018. Uh, sorry, 19. Oh, I've got to be careful with my words. <laughs> Too late for that now. Sorry, cancel clear universe. What I'm calling for 2019 is um, wholeness and vibrancy and balance in my health, number one. And you're allowed several things, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you it's like a Christmas list. But it's also like the more things that you have, the less focus you can put on each thing. So it could dilute the potency of each thing if you have a lot. Well, I actually Maybe. have a strategy to this. Okay. And we're going to get into rituals in a second because I have a certain approach to calling these things in. Setting the scene, lighting some candles, maybe end a full moon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I also want to call in a baby. So calling in my baby spirit. Baby hum, girl. Hum, baby girl, yeah. Um, I also would like to see our two major projects we have on the go um, come to fruition and be birthed in a really powerful way and be put out there to raise the light quotient and to inspire and to get more people on this train. Um, And... My other creative endeavors, I just want everything to, I know that we've planted so many seeds and I w- we've watered them and they're starting to sprout and I would love to see things kind of like we're on the runway and they're, they're about to take off and it's just that takeoff, just before that takeoff session. So I'd love to help support that blast off situation. Um, okay, so that 
leads me to rituals. Do you have a specific way that you implement your intentions to obsessive compulsive disorder? Just upset, complete obsession. Okay, so number one, you you it's not a ritual. <laughs> so so number one, you reflect on the year. You see what worked, what didn't work. You reflect on if you kept your New Year's resolutions from the last year. What 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 systems work for you to kind of push through with your goals? Right. Once you've analyzed that, you then say what you're letting go of and what you want to call in. And then you create the systems around making that actually happen, the practical systems. Do you use any tools in or rituals such as do you affirm these out loud? Do you write them down? Do you write them on a little page and burn them? It's more like they're burning inside my body, like my heart. Like when I have my heart set on something and I know that's what I'm calling in, it's like my whole self burns with that. It's like that's, I need it, you know, with like every cell of my body. It's just like this active reaffirmation, like every waking moment. Mm -hmm. So you can like decide on your intentions and then keep them clearly in your head with you constantly. Because I don't, I don't set intentions unless I'm completely obsessed with them. Yeah, got it. I don't, and I'm so not that, saying that's and, right and or that's wrong. Probably, I'm just saying that's just my, my method, if you could call it that. Yeah, and that's probably why you don't, you have less, like less is more for you. Mm-hmm. Because then you can focus fully on them and not be distracted by other little things. Just have like three core intentions. Yeah, probably less is more, but also because like, you know, and through our, our process of ML- MLF, just alone, it's like the more we try to focus on, the less actually gets done energy. well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I think it's just a, a stronger, I mean, if it's almost like a law of physics, if I can remember it, it's like, um, something like, you know, the pressure will get diluted the more places that it's pressing on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like if you're laser focused on one place and that's just like a lot more power, the power gets diluted the more places that you focus. So for you, that works that to just home it in on say three main things. For me, the, the ritual I like to implement, which for me always gets me success and, and results. I look at my life as a wheel and then I cut up that wheel into little like pieces of the pie. So all of my major aspects of my life, work, health, relationships, um, travel, study, X, Y, Z. And then I look at every facet of my life, parenthood as well, obviously a big one. Um, I look at all of those facets and I make a little note about how satisfied I am on each one of those um pieces of the pie. And if I notice that there's one of them that are majorly out of balance and it's causing an overall imbalance in my life as a whole being, then I will take note of that and I'll think of a balancing intention that I can commit to that's realistic, that I can implement every week or every day and commit to that to bring that spoke of the wheel up into balance. Amazing. I love that. So what's an example? Uh, example would be um, relaxation. Like I don't give myself yeah, that any sure. time. If I have a spare minute, it's it's catching up on housework. It's trying to go to a yoga class. It's working on MLF or coaching or whatever it may be. So I don't carve out any time to really just be. Can I ask you, mm-hmm. what do you like to do when you relax? Like what relaxes you? Having a bath, listen to music, mm-hmm. um, so meditate as well. I, mm-hmm. I want to implement the like, TM. Yeah, yeah. I want to implement meditation as 
right now I'm pretty relaxed with it. So I, I'll have like walking meditations. <laughs> exactly. Not in a good way. Um, I, it's, I need to have it very structured in my life. So that's an example. And so I, I look at my wheel of life. I make notes of the places where I need to um, actively put more balance in. And then I will work out a strategy, which I know I'm going to stick to because I can dream about things and people can be doing it this way. And I know that that way won't work for me. And I'll just, that goal will drop out within the first week of my new year. So I really think about what systems and approaches work for my unique brain and emotional, physical composition add that in, write it out on my calendar. I like to write down um, all of this very clearly because the universe loves details and loves clarity. So I write these down on a piece of paper, I read it out loud, and I usually set the space with um, a candle. I, I always make sure I'm by myself. I usually do this as well on New Year's Eve, the day before we click over into the new year. I, I kind of cancel out being involved with anyone else. I go by myself somewhere quiet and I really drop into a meditative space and say, what is my soul yearning for? What is my highest self yearning for? What do I need to um, sustain and support my arching theme of my life, which is usually the mission of consciousness and being an incredible parent and living in full and fulfillment and happiness. And then I write them all down from that heart space and then I speak it out loud and then I let it go. And obviously I've got it written in my, my journal, but on that piece of paper, I let that go with the structure already embedded into my life. And it's kind of like a manifestation exercise. That's how I, that's the, that's the exercise I've used to manifest everything in my life. And when, and also a good suggestion is when you're making those points, really feel it as if it's already happening. Feel it as if you are in that balance in your relationship or health or career. Well, please do your little ritual for our career. Yeah, I will. Big time. No, I will. I will be breathing down your neck. But you and I have to be clear on dates, numbers, you know, everything. I'm happy to try it. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> Two is better than one. Um, so do you always stick to your New Year's resolutions? I mean... I want to say no, <laughs> but I, I did last year and it worked out great. Well, I guess what my question is, what gets in the way for you of you sticking oh, to your intentions? Old habits, not enough mindfulness. As I increase my mindfulness, the easier it is to just stick with intentions, I think. Mm -hmm. So is that on the daily, you bring yourself back to that intention? So each day you're starting with your commitment in the forefront of your mind? My commitment is in the forefront of my mind. I have like a very obsessive compulsive mind, <laughs> but that's not true for everyone. I think like your suggestion is far more helpful than mine. I was just being honest, you know? Yeah, that's great. Transparency. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It's the superpower of the Aquarian age. Yeah. Um, I also, have you ever been to moon circles? You and I went to one together one time, but I used to go to them a lot. Back in the single babyless days, I loved moon circles. My favorite thing about moon circles is exactly what we're talking about right now, which is the letting go, calling in aspect. Mm -hmm. I just think that's so powerful. And there's something powerful about being in numbers, being with a group of women who are in their hearts and able to share. And there's something palatable about that energy, which can really amp up people's manifestations and affirmations. So, but you know, find a group of women that do resonate with you because, you know, I've been with groups of women who do, I've been with groups of women who don't, and it could amplify or not amplify <laughs> depending on the group. So I think that the group energy is like super important. 
I totally agree. Women's Space has great moon circles. Oh, we love Women's Space. Shout out to Paula at Women's Space. They are doing incredible things. If you live in LA, check it out. Why are you so cute, Paula? I know. She's such a cutie. So how do you usually spend your New Year's Eve, Jenna? Um, trying to stay up till midnight. <laughs> I'm not a night person. <laughs> granny. So cute. Yeah, since I was born, I've been a granny. But no, I just am not a night person. And like it actually makes my body hurt to like be up that late. What time do you go to bed? I try to go to bed at eight, but I usually go to bed at 10. That's, that's normal. That's not that early. That's normal, but I want to go to bed at eight. (laughs) Force yourself awake to have a relationship with your husband. Yeah. Because during the time between eight and 10 is when I hang out with my husband, we eat dinner together. So I force myself, but like the end of that, I'm like so tired. Like um, he, he's ready to go. And I'm also you're an empath. So you're so open during the day. You're probably taking in so much stimuli that the average non-empathic energetic body is not taking in. Mm -hmm. So you're probably just beat when it comes to the end of the day with all that stimuli. Yeah, that. And also I just am a morning person. Like I wake up in the morning and I'm like ready to go. Don't need coffee. My mind is working a million miles a minute, an hour. Like I could do a lot of work right when I wake up. Like I'm just like, whoa, hello. Welcome to the day. Wow. (laughs) You know, I need a little bit of that. Yeah. So it's just like, I have all my energy in the morning, but that's not what this conversation is about. Okay. So (laughs) New Year's Eve, where, where are you going to be in New Year's Eve this year? Mm, Honestly, probably here. At home? I, I don't like to drive. I don't <laughs> like to be out. People are drinking. I just like to be quiet and just, you know, be with, because it's, uh, parties are great, but like, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. How about you? I'm sure you have a much more fun answer. <laughs> Jenna's tossing the ball. Um, I mean, on that note, I also <laughs> like to be quite introspective oh, on New Year's wasn't Eve. wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> I've um, put in my, my, you know, I've put in my time, let's say that, to, to the party, to the party New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, I like to be quite introspective, but I also like to be in nature and I like to be somewhere different and fresh, not distracted by my usual habitual environment and associations with my environment. So I like to go on a trip somewhere. Often we're in Mexico. We've got this really cute little hidden gem on the coast on the secret beach in Mexico. And for the past four years, we've been there. And that is the most ideal place. It's in nature. I have space. I'm by the ocean. I get time to myself. And it's um, a beautiful place for a reset. Is that what you're doing this year? No, this year we're going to be on the family farm in Sacramento, Beloved Farm. So that's also in nature and the perfect place. It's not in Sacramento. Yes, it is. I mean, you fly into Sacramento. Yeah, well, it's in Vacaville. That's yeah. like a, Sacramento is the nearest spot. Different connotation for our listeners. Sorry. Well, I don't want to give them too many details. That's true. But Beloved Farm, just Google, Google it. <laughs> Jenna, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just, you know, handle are they? Well, what about mean, my, have... my internet password as well? <laughs> well, you do every every second episode you happen to say know, my password never... on all of my stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? I never tell people that's your password. Oh my God. I've never once said that that's actually your password. Yeah, okay. It let's, just, let's change the subject It's just now. very relevant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Constantly relevant. Well, it's all about affirmations. Would you know daily what? Daily intentions. Speaking of affirmations and passwords, I heard a brilliant thing, which is make your passwords your affirmations. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, did you say that? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's something you want to affirm every day. A mantra. Keeps you in alignment with your soul mission, balance, health, love. 
Mm-hmm. Not that my password is anything to do with Not that her ba- with password is balance love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay, cool. So going to be on the family farm and, yeah. There was something else I was going to say on that note. What was it? What were we just talking about? Mm. Intentions where you're going to be, like you'd like to go to Mexico and nature, go to somewhere new. This year you're going to be on Bela Farm outside of Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, do you have any more to cover on this topic? Mm. I think, and you know what? Don't be afraid I have to a, think big. I have a good feeling of 2019. I say that every year. I'm such an optimist. That's great. It's good to be an optimist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, there, there have been past years where I've made my intentions from a very pragmatic, practical mind space. Like I look at my life, I do an inventory and I say to myself, well, I need to get a better job because I need a better income and um, X, Y, Z. So to get a better job, I need to go study this and that. And I set my intentions from a place of... Um, you know, morphing to the systems that are in place in the world rather than dropping into my heart and really allowing my soul to speak to me of what it wants. So, and also, as I said before, understanding your umbrella theme, understanding the main thing above it all that you're most committed to and making sure that each one of your intentions are connected to that overall arching theme of what you're most committed to. Because sometimes we accidentally commit to things that aren't really in alignment with that overall um, commitment and priority. Good point. Um, Anything else, Jenna? Well, I mean, I'm just going to throw out there that we have some great discounts on amazing brands in our shop tab over at mlf.com, themotherlovingfuture.com. Go out, check those great brands because it sets you up for your new year right with all those amazing products. That's true. And um, yeah, one last thing I wanted to say on this is just when we talk about what we're letting go of and what we're calling in, really don't be afraid to let go of anything that is holding you back from being empowered in your heart and free within your own self and in the world. And that can be like you know, sadness and frustration and pain and resentment and stories, stories with your partner, stories with your work and your health. Time to let them go because they are keeping you on a lower vibrational plane, which keeps you stuck. And each year is a new year to start it afresh. So really dive in deep, be courageous and shoot for the stars. No other way. And let us know. We love hearing about your stories. We love hearing about people going out and accepting the invitation we always offer at the end of uh, an episode and their results with it. It's always so much fun to see this in action, in motion, in reality and manifested. So on that note, do we want to give a little intention, an in, in invitation? Absolutely. So for our listeners, I invite you to this New Year's Eve Think about what you're letting go of that did not work in your life this last year and what you're calling in, what the things you would like to manifest in your life in 2019. Um, Amber gave some great ideas of a, like a more complex ritual in order to do that with the, the pie chart of all the different areas of your life, which I think is amazing. So do that. That resonates. Also, 
as the year goes on, every new moon and full moon, you can revisit these um, intentions at the new moon, um, declaring what you're letting go of, and at the full moon, declaring what you're calling in. And I want to add to that. Or is it the opposite? You're letting go at the full moon, at, at the new moon, and okay. calling in at on the, the full moon. moon. Okay. And I want to add to that get an accountability buddy. Get someone, get a Jenna. Amber's get an Amber. Like really hard right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like enrolling her. Get an accountability buddy that you can affirm your intentions to and they can affirm theirs to you. And don't be afraid to check in with them and be like, hey, have you done that? Mm-hmm. You said you'd do it by this day at this time. And do yourself a favor and look at your intentions. And if there's any space for you to implement support right now, do it. Like if you want to work out more, sign up for a gym membership. Mm-hmm. So you have to. Find a hot personal trainer. Yeah. And if you've got relationship issues, like sign up now for a therapist. Or if, you know, you need more balance in your life or whatever, like implement structure and support and help with, with holding on to them now. Um, and Yeah. We hold you accountable and I hope that you're holding us accountable too. And that's it. Thank you so much for joining us today um, on this fun topic. And if you guys enjoyed today's episode, please don't hesitate to leave us a review and share this episode. It really helps us grow and get the love and light out there. And we couldn't do it without you. And if you're not subscribed on iTunes, you really should be because we have lots of really fun, interesting, groundbreaking episodes coming up that you have to be tuned into. So have an incredible week, have an incredible year, shoot for the stars, and we will feel you with us next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.